I mean, we definitely thought we would just full go in on the speaking, but it didn't work out in our Our favor. charismatic it sorcerer was totally blew chunks. I also did. It was probably our best laid plan that we ever fouled up due to the dice god. Uh. I think we broke Jade Claw. <laughs> Rain, you killed Melanie. Good job. That, that's us. That's like asking a small child if I'm not going to pick up the shiny object. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm afraid I'm going to have to speak to this commander. Is not no one someone then? Is that? It's just one. Which is the loneliest number? Because <laughs> there's no one else. <laughs> Can the giant kill him first? <laughs> My no. arch devil's better than your arch devil. <laughs> Chapter 227, In the Court of Giants. Okay. So, in the last episode, you all had made it to the Cloud Giant Castle and uh, decided that, you know, basically you had three ways to get in. You could sneak in, you could fight your way in, or you could try to talk your way in. And seeing that there's absolutely nobody in the party that's trained in deception, what did you choose? Kind of a combination between talking and sneaking. Yeah. I mean, we definitely thought we would just full go in on the speaking, but it didn't work out in our favor. Our what? charismatic it sorcerer was totally blew chunks. I also did. It was probably our best laid plan that we ever fouled up due to the dice gods. Y- that yes. we did roll terribly. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Our approach was fine. Our dice were not. Why couldn't you divine talk to the gods to say, will you give us a better dice roll instead of as the giant in the other room? I don't have that ability. Nuwata does not do that. Yeah, do you agree, say, yeah. Bryce and Owen? <laughs> our our, our listeners no. are just ecstatic with that response. Uh, shaking my head, no. <laughs> uh, I don't think I rolled over a five that entire episode. I don't think I rolled over a five. How is that any different than any other game we've played? I feel like if any of us rolled high, it was on like really non-consequential it things. It was on looking at Griffins. Yes. We knew so much about baby Griffins. So much. But, you know, to, to not get smushed by the Giants. To our credit, we have yet to be smushed by anything. This is true. That's true. Yes. We've been shown diplomats quarters and we even bullied the giant around to give us the rooms we wanted well room so so yes yeah anyway (laughs) so you decided you would talk your way in uh despite the fact that that's not exactly one of the party's strong suits and you um biffed all your roles but it seemed like at least the major domo when you talked to her that uh she totally glossed over that, but you we we did look like a little all on minions. Let's let's be clear, we yes, didn't come in as true. us. That yes. is true. You 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 uh, disguised yourself with the seeming spells so that uh, Arlen like, looks oh, like a, a low all, and uh, then uh, the rest of you look like elves. So it's kind of like a Tony Orlando and Dawn sort of thing. Well, I mean, think about it. A lich, they're going to be socially awkward. They don't get out much. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that. Wait, I, I, sorry. Is Arlen disguised as a lich or as like a pre, pre-lich no, Alowal? No, a Lowal. As a Lowal law. As okay. the laws we've seen him. Because if you remember in the uh, the journal that you read that the follower there of a Lowal said that on the ride up to the uh, castle that it 
felt like he was you know hugging a corpse basically he had become right, so right. thin and emaciated the one thing we seem to have actually going for us which isn't that is kind of a subtle thing is that apparently these guys are all looking down on us in terms of not even the height but just as insignificant which is a is a uh, mistake i think we can use well, in they our expect favor. children to be foolish correct mm-hmm. yeah they do not seem to uh do not seem to be impressed with your status that's for sure they will once i hit them with my boomstick very good anyway so uh yeah you got marched into the castle um is seemingly seemingly um as uh, diplomatic guests you know they certainly weren't looking at you like food or anything although you did get some strange glances i must say especially from the guards uh they they didn't seem to gloss over your awkward uh, roles there and you were settled into some quarters and then um you uh we're given an audience with the Lord and Lady of the Cloud Giant Castle. And so you had been marched into the throne room. And if you remember, there was a gaggle of folks in the throne room. Um, obviously, the Lord and the Lady are up front, sitting on a pair of ornate chairs. Actually, let's go over that thing again. So uh, this is a grand room lined with white marble. The eastern 20 feet of the room is taken up by a grand dais and two thrones of gold and gems. On either side of the thrones are two large stone basins filled with clear water that is just constantly in motion. On the outside walls are all stained glass windows depicting scenes of cloud giants cavorting with various aerial creatures. And then uh, to get in and out of the room, there are two uh, giant stained glass doors that, uh, once again, have pictures of the giants cavorting with aerial creatures. And there was a whole lot in here, um, including, you know, from the Lord and the Lady of the Manor. Uh, the Lord is actually petting his pet manticore. Uh, the Major Domo is here. There's eight apparently courtiers, uh, eight ladies in waiting um, that are in the back of the room. There's uh, a pair of, I guess, knights. They're dressed in very ornate armor. And then the commander who walked you in. Um, and. Uh, there's a what appears to be a fire giant, a frost giant, and a stone giant as well. And it's unclear if they are guests or ambassadors or residents of the castle, but all of those folks are in the same room. So you can start a dust-up right now? Well, if we pick the right one to hold hostage. How about no? That sounds like the worst idea we've had <laughs> yet. <laughs> I think Alowal should go and speak with them. Yeah. I can't speak giant. Sorry, are we just like <laughs> stepping up and like they're all waiting for us to speak or is yes, it Yes, apparently they okay. you know they you, you We're guys... not just like in like a mingling party room. It's like an nope. audience chamber. No. Okay. This, this 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 is holding court here. Okay. Um well uh do I have a slightly better talking ability than you? I've been like your translator for this our time here and that is going oh so well i know um my persuasion slightly higher than yours right what's yours uh seven that's four higher than mine okay um and deception what's your deception two also two okay um well i'm happy to continue being translator because my points are slightly higher and i can speak giant so i too can speak giant well right but no you can understand it well we can both we yeah 
uh, I guess how it works is we would just be speaking common and they would just know what we're saying in giant. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's tongue of sun and moon is is interesting. Um, well, what should we say, Alowal? We're here to, exactly what we told Major Domo, like, we're here to reclaim my item that, that I left, left here. Him. But we said that we were just coming here to check on it. Yes, we are here to check on it. <laughs> we could have said that we were going to take it, I don't remember, but I thought we were just going to check. Yes, what our original plan was, that's what we're doing. Yeah, we said because we didn't trust the security because artifacts have been gone missing. Mm -hmm. Well, translator. Oh, and one little other detail that I forgot to mention before. So the commander who walked you in and so forth is not a giant. He is of medium size, uh, but he seems to be not an undead creature, but some, you know, definitely not a normal living uh, being. And a, he's dressed in this rather ornate plate mail with spikes and everything all over it. And you can't help but notice that in his right hand, he holds a lance that is constantly just gently burning. Hmm. And it's interesting that his, despite the fact he's not a giant and is half of the size or less of anybody, he still seems to be in command of the uh, knights here and, uh, and carries all of their uh, respect. Interesting. Do, do any of us, I mean... Is this something that we've seen before or read about? Maybe or? you can make um, either a religion check, maybe a history check. Can Do I, I get advantage due to no, my heritage? I have no idea. Is uh, it? Unfortunately, no. Religion or history? Yeah. Oh, either one. Yeah, seven. Eleven. Yeah. Uh, is it undead? Because if it is, then I get a little bonus to it knowing what it is. It is not undead. Okay. Four. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, you no, guys no, want to figure out? If what it was a baby, Griffin. We are, we are not an intelligence-based group. No. What did you roll? 18. Oh. Okay, the closest thing that you can maybe get to it is uh, that you have heard tales of paladins that have gone back against their oaths. Oh. And they are, and if they uh, basically sell their soul to the underworld, they uh, come back as fiends that uh, are of great power. And this one's in charge of the ranks of Cloud Giant. Apparently, military? this is the uh, the commander for the. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Which oh. kind of bolsters the claim that these guys are evil? But there we are. Yeah. Do we happen to know if they still have divine sense? Well, give me a religion check or something along those lines. Maybe history. Surely you've heard tales of fallen members mm -hmm. from your order? I got an 11. Oh. Yeah, it's you haven't soft. heard one way or the other if they can do things like that. Mainly what you've heard is that they stab you with their burning lance and you die a horrible, fiery death. So Monday. Mm -hmm. um, well, as we enter into this chamber, um, I will speak in what will sound as giantish. Um, your majesties and highnesses and tallnesses, mm. uh, we are honored to be in your presence. Aloal, the great and powerful, requests to see um, the Hi. artifact that we have left in your care. 
Will you grant us this request? Okay, and um, give me a deception roll that's with deception. advantage. That's not persuasion. Uh, advantage. Uh, to see if, if uh, they, they believe that you are actually who you say you are. Okay, that's wow. uh, 21. Okay. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew. Un- unlike, unlike the, uh, the uh, address at the gate, um, <laughs> Adri carries herself off much more smoothly this time. And, and you guys actually believe that she might actually be the herald of, of this Elowal. <laughs> Spoiler. We, w- we wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the uh, cloud giant couple up there, uh, they uh, kind of, you know, glance at one another. Um, and the uh, man says, um, who is this Lowal and what artifact are you speaking of? Uh, we wish greatly to assist you in whatever endeavor. We rarely get visits from the ground level. Um, do do I know if using magic right now would be a bad idea? Like I I have I have minor illusion, and I was gonna like make an image of the box in my hand, but I don't know if that'd be like I, deeply offensive or not. I think that would be appropriate. In this okay, instance. okay. Yeah. Um, and so I'll just kind of. Uh, hand my hand out and considering that my my magic comes from my shadow mm-hmm. tendencies it'd probably be like kind of a shadowy version of of the very phylactery. evil looking very yes. evil looking um sort of like a negative image of it almost will appear in my hand uh we know that somewhere on the premises hopefully you still have this artifact and uh, the two of them once again look at each other, and there's a, a bunch of murmuring from behind you, from the, the courtiers in the in the uh, in the courtroom. Uh, apparently, that was a, a neat parlor trick there. Yeah. Um, and um, the uh, uh, man turns to the, the lady next to him and says, uh, "My darling, uh, the Duchess is in charge of the treasures in the castle. Have you ever seen such a thing in any of our storerooms and lockboxes?" And so the uh, cloud giant woman to him says, I am confident I have not seen such a thing ever. Um, it is uh, most unusual. I would dearly like to see it. Tell me, uh, is there a tale behind all of this? What, uh, what brings you here and what uh, brings that object here that you say we have? These phylacteries as we call them, are pieces of the great power that is our master, Lowell. On the surface, many have been tampered with, and we are none too happy about this. To hear that it has gone messing in your castle is of great disturbance to us all. Yeah. And, and the, the, uh, du- the duke says, um, yes, we do find that disturbing as well. Um, Certainly, if there's an item of value, we should be keeping track of it. Um, how long ago would this have been brought to our abode? A thousand years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. One thousand years. And then there's this sets off a whole bunch of murmurs around. And um, on a side note, I, I remember we know it's here because I remember Cotter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we yeah for it, right? sure it yeah. is here. It's here, yeah. yeah. And you can totally play that. Card. Let's how see. Let's see how Adri runs with this. Yeah, keep going. How man. long do these giants live? 
not a thousand years. No. So Even last though, time we established that they can live for hundreds and hundreds of mm-hmm. years. And the higher you go up the scale, the longer they live. Um, you guys thought that that storm giant that was that you met out at the the pillar in the sea might have been a thousand years old, mm-hmm. but it also seems like um, perhaps maybe not that old. And then cloud giants are about the second um, most powerful of the giants. So you would expect them to live a number of centuries, maybe even four or five hundred years. Um, anyways, the uh, well, I, I will say I we understand those of you among the younger races perhaps might not have memories that stretch back as far, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. we would like your permission to search your dwellings. Um, and uh, the Duchess turns to the Duke and says, uh, well, that would have been brought in the time of your long fathers of old. Your father's father would have been the Duke at the time. Um, unfortunately, in that many generations, that a good deal of things could have been lost. Um, but, uh, and she says, I am in fact the warden of all the treasures in the castle. I have to order them and inventory them. And I can say that I have not seen such an item ever in any of our lockboxes. And I have looked through them all. Maybe we can invite her for to come along while it is divine to where it's at. And she can come along and witness it. Okay. Um, at her leisure, of course. She says, but we would not want to be faithless. Um, I will commission another search. I, and she looks at the, the ladies in the back. And my courtiers will go through every box in this castle. And by the end of tomorrow, we shall have an inventory and see if such an uh, object belongs here. Much obliged. We do have the ability to seek it out for ourselves. There are members of our party who know for certain that the artifact exists in your castle. Should you need our assistance, please let us know. And she kind of gives you a smile and says, oh, I'm sure there will be no assistance needed. And um, uh, then the Duke pipes up. And we would recommend not wandering the halls. There are some of our guests here that don't take kindly to strangers. Understood. Now I'm going to sneak around Mm -hmm. (laughs) Moe. Just go ahead and rave the red flag at the bull. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, don't sneak around. What these be? I mean, I'm sure there's no one like that. <laughs> uh, you asked for it. You named the character. <laughs> is is the imposter in this room with us? No, he's not here. You could ask. You could. I would be out of place for me to ask as a servant to the mighty Eloah. Uh, what shall we do while we await your summons for our phylactery. Perhaps there are other diplomats or others of our status in your castle that we could mingle with? Ah, yes. Well, um, I believe everyone here that is is an ambassador or a courier or messenger um, is here on a mission of their own. We would not speak for them, but I can send a message to them if you'd like and, and see if they would like to enjoy hospitality. Speaking of hospitality, uh, we have arranged for hospitality for you. Um, The uh, ladies, and he waves the the women in the back, um, have 
asked for your attendance at tea this afternoon. Um, and then we will be more than happy to provide all the comforts that you will need um, in your new quarters. Um, I have commanded that uh, furniture of the stature for beings of your size be brought to our, uh, our diplomat's room. Um, I believe when they showed it to you earlier, it only had uh, giant's stuff in there. And there will be beds and there will be uh, plenty of uh, other furniture that will suit you and, and make you quite comfortable while you wait for our accounting to be complete. That would be wonderful. Okay, anything else you want to say to them? I want to take a look. I'm just, as I'm sitting there, you know, listening, I want to see what the other giants are doing, the expression of the other people in this room. Okay. Um, and so roll me an insight check to see what, what you can determine on that. Shouldn't Six. have wasted the 20. Yeah. Six. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you... Um, can I also try to get a bead from people in the room? Yeah, so th there's, a, there's a couple of things that you definitely notice. Actually, go ahead and, and Jade, you, you can roll insight as well. Uh, 16. Okay. So, um, no one, from, from what you determine, uh, the, it looks like the ladies in waiting in the back are just sort of gossiping back and forth. They, they speak in, in whispers to each other. Um, and seem to be just sort of greatly titillated by the fact that uh, there are some small people in the room. Uh, the rest of the people seem to be just terribly bored. Um, and you can't get a read at all on the commander. Um, his uh, visage just seems to be almost set in stone. It's so unrelenting. Um, That's the one person that Creval's has his entire attention on. Yeah. Um, I would imagine, yeah. Uh, for you, Jade, um, you actually pick up on a little bit more. Um, certainly the stone giant that is here seems to be just sort of bewildered by all of this. Um, but you definitely notice that the uh, frost giant and the uh, fire giant um, are kind of perked up at the talk of treasure in the, in the castle. And you can't help but notice that, although no one missed it, that the commander when you started mentioning treasures in the castle and that sort of thing, and, and this box that Alowal has, just sort of narrows his eyes ever so slightly at you. It looks mm -hmm. a tad menacing. In my head, I'll glare back, but not make any facial expression. Yeah, you can't tell if he's um, alarmed because he thinks you're here to steal things from the uh, castle, or if just the mention of the box itself made him alarmed. But... Uh, and so you rouse suspicions in him. Do you want me to try to, like, converse with him in Infernal if, in fact, that he is a devil on the way out? A little bit of... I, I kind of feel like you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't not, press our I'm not going to speak out loud, so you're not. You're going to have to ask me directly out loud, or you're just going to have to do it yourself. I'm going to do it. I mean, we shouldn't. That that's us, that's like asking a small child if they're not going to pick up the shiny object. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm afraid I'm going to have to speak to this commander. Uh, presumably, it will lead us out. Um, yeah, Should and in fact, if um, if you're done with your uh, your uh, questioning of the Duke and the Duchess, um, they indicate that they have other business to attend to, and the uh, commander, uh, you know, flanked by two of the knights, just kind of walks up and and just. 
courteously gestures to the door and, and gives you a slight head nod. And as I walk by in Infernal, in my most infernalish Infernal, <laughs> I say, why is one such as yourself serving one, these people? And... Um, a well, question, yeah. real quick. Um, no matter the language, can he understand? Yes. You know, I'm actually, no, but I'm literally speaking infernal. Yeah, mm -hmm. but if, if they don't, like if they respond in any language, as long as it's a language that is like a coherent language, we can understand it. So if he's like, what? And it's in like some other fiendish language? Yeah. Then I, I can switch. But. And he just looks at you kind of stone faced um, and um, just kind of, you know, sort of stares at you in the door. Um, are you. What what uh, where are you going to place yourself on the on the walk out there? Um, well, clearly a low wall's in the middle, right? Mm -hmm. I'm far back. So I guess I would have been in the back. Yeah. Okay. Kind of the back. And um, so as he walks out right behind you, <laughs> there no one. Mm -hmm. He just murmurs, kind of under his breath, uh, perhaps to uh, hopefully not be heard by anybody else, and. Um, he says in Back to You Infernal, it suits my master. Why are you here? It suits my master to be here. And I glance at Alowal. And he says, you would serve one as thus? Hmm. And then we're just going to keep walking. We're not going to have a big old Infernal to-do right here in the hallway. Yes. Okay, Infernal and so um, once again, my you, arch devil's better than your arch devil. <laughs> once again, you um, leave the two uh, doors and enter the the grand hall there, that spans the whole width of the castle. And once again, as you come out of the doors on the left side, it goes right over to the grand spiral staircase that is the uh, um, easternmost round tower, um, and then there's two passages that leave this and uh, one on the very far on the, the north or excuse me the west and very far on the east and of course they just go basically the way you came in so they just go to the passage down to the east which then just marches down to a doorway on the uh, western side that then goes into the T and this time though instead of going all the way to the very back where you were before uh, they stop again, this time uh, on the uh, right-hand side, on the very first door in the hallway. And they open the door, and this time, you know, once again, it's a 20 by 30 foot room. Um, but you've noticed that in the short time that uh, you've been in the castle, they have now filled the room with uh, furniture for medium-sized creatures such as yourself. The, the ceilings are still 30 feet tall, so it feels like you're in, in a cathedral or something. But there are now beds and um you know washstands and, and bedside tables um all of them uh for, you know one for each and every one of you and you'll notice that even that your uh personal effects and belongings that were in the other room are all now back here and neatly arrayed on the uh the rooms as if the valets have already been here to uh, to tidy up for you and the commander says you should all be very comfortable in here now we apologize for not having the room ready for you. Thank you. And he sort of bows, this time just, just a little bit, but a bow nonetheless. 
and uh, and holds the door open for you. Probably escort him inside. Yeah. And then follow after. Okay. And close the door. Just out of curiosity, as he's walking by, I want to do a divine sense of my own and just see what bounces back from him. Um, he is, in fact, a fiend. And then you get the little ping off of uh, no one as usual. And it's 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 within 60 feet. Hmm. Um, is it 60 feet, Bryce, or 30 feet? And I forgot, do walls, do they have to be, you know, uh, in line of sight, or is the walls get in the way or what? Yeah, you have to be able to see, and it's within 60 feet. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, that's the only things you get then. Okay. So, it has to be within line of sight. You don't have to be able to see. Exactly, yeah. So, if it's invisible or something. Now you got me all curious. So, like, you could you could sense a, a fiend that was in the room with you if the fiend was invisible? Until the end of my next turn, you know the location of any okay. celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of you that is not behind total cover. You know the type, celestial fiend or undead, of any being whose presence you sense, but not its identity. I, I wouldn't know Count Von Drott if he was here. Mm-hmm. I would just know there's a vampire in the mm-hmm. air. Mm-hmm. Okay. Vampire queen. Would you know specifically it's a vampire, or would you just yeah, sense undead? I w- well, I would know it's undead. Okay. I mean, of course he's cool. He's all oh, vampires In this case, cool I know there's touch. a half fiend or most some fiend in no one, which is familiar, but... Just mm-hmm. verified what this guy is. Okie doke. Very good. So there you find yourself in the guest room on the right-hand side. Um, is this uh, in the same wing that we were in? Yes, yeah. So okay. instead of being all the way down the hallway to the left for that small 20 by 20 room that was directly across the hall from the other ambassador, you're now in the room next to the other ambassador. Um, and like I said, about a 20 by 30 foot room. And so there's basically... Um, Four of these rooms down the hall, the two of the smaller ones at the end, two of the bigger ones uh, where you are, and then the hall of T's, and at the bottom of the T, there are apparently two other guest rooms, which maybe the other ambassadors are occupying, or maybe they're em- empty, but, uh, and then at the end of the T, there is a door on either side, the one that you came in, and then one would assume the one on the opposite side just uh, mirrors the one here. Okay, so you were expected a tea in a matter of a couple of hours. What do you want to do with your time in those in those hours? I'm going to tell them that Frosty, the frost giant, and Fire, the fire dry, uh, giant, were interested in the talk of treasure. And then the commander was also uh, suspicious. That's good to know. And, and I will share my brief discussion saying... This this infernal being is serving a master of his own and inquired why I would be here. Do you know if the master is one of the giants? Uh, I would f- have a feeling it would be an infernal master of some sort for some plot of which we don't know. Well, I think it's safe to say that we should be very careful of him. In the world of predators, I have a feeling that one is an apex one. I wonder if they're, if that person is connected to the not no one. Or better yet, what if he's here on Bilal's behalf? That would not be great. I, I would expect that. if that were true, I would actually think he would have just snapped his fingers and had us slain right there in the hall room. Unless they want to gain some sort of knowledge from us. Well, unfortunately, all we have here are assumptions. We don't have any factual evidence or factual yeah. 
just facts, period. So we're next door to the... But I don't want to do tea. Not no one again? I think we kind of have to do tea. Not no one. It would be really suspicious room. if we didn't show up. His room is, is the other side of the north wall of your room. Okay. Um, if I... I mean, maybe we could have like a couple people standing outside the door like we had uh, last time. Um, is I'll stand in the hallway. Is there enough shadowness out in this hall that I can, as long as it's dim light? Yeah, I can so this this is an unlit hallway except for a couple of oil lamps okay. um, going down the hall. So it's it's not a poorly lit. Okay. It's, it's so you know, I could, it's I could well do. lit by uh, indoor standards, but it definitely is not. You know, like the, the hallway you came down on the outside was pierced by windows as you can see and um so the the hallways on the outside are well lit but the ones on the inside are just lit by oil lamps so okay um well i'm gonna i'm gonna step out and i would like to sneakity sneak my way down to where um the not no one's room is and i want to see if i could maybe look through a keyhole or listen or something okay give me an investigation check okay do i need to do stealth or um, just giving yeah, that well, to me. Yeah, you know, there doesn't seem to be anybody in the hallway. <laughs> okay. So except for Pribble. So investigation, you said. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so not good at that. I'm gonna use a luck point, and that wasn't that much better. Nine. Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah, you're sitting there. There's there's no keyhole or anything. Uh, these doors don't seem to be lockable. Um, but um. You know, I mean, you can hear what sounds like the uh, sound of somebody moving occasionally, but it's really faint and muffled, so you can't really make much sense of it. Okay. Darn. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you... Ooh, I'm going to go back to the room. Can you do your pixies again? Uh, but so there, it sounds like there... Oh, okay. It sounds like there's someone in that room, though, right now. Can I see you, or did you go invisible? I went invisible. Okay. If it's dim light, I'm just like, bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could knock and invite them. Say the master wishes to speak with you. I don't know if I would be brave enough to do that. Um, you just you just totally snowed a bunch of big old giant royalty. I'm just saying, seeing seeing no one that's not no one is a little freaky to me. Um, so someone, I can go invite him. Okay, yeah, I'll go back and I'll say I don't. I'm too scared to talk to him. Can someone else go <laughs> talk to him? <laughs> Yeah. If you just want him to open the door because he's curious, there's other ways of doing that. Try ding dong ditch again. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> Put a flaming bag, you know, in front of the door. Sometimes the simplest answers are easiest. <laughs> just saying. I mean, I'll be happy to go down. I have words. He's like literally right across from us, right? He's down. like down the hall. Oh, I thought it was yeah, like, we like down and right across the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, it's down a spell. Because mm-hmm. we moved rooms. It's still in the same hallway, though. Yeah. We're in a preferred suite. Okay, well, I will slink my way back to the room, say the not-no-one is certainly in there, or someone is. So, actually, give me a stealth roll this time. Okay. Um, is it too late to cast past without a trace on myself? Um, you didn't say it before, so okay. it'll just be a straight-up stealth roll. Oh, just a straight-up plus. But you get advantage because you're cloak, right? Uh, I do, because mm-hmm. of my cloak. Okay, so, okay, well, that's, I mean, 20, 25. Okay, so um, you start to crack the door open, and you realize that there are footsteps coming down the hallway, uh, very loud or very large footsteps. Um, so they, they haven't quite turned the corner yet, 
and um, you're able to slam the door shut again. Quietly. I'm sorry. I'm confused. Which room are you in now? I'm She's coming back to to our room. So you open our door and then slam our door. Well, no. She sl- she snuck into into back into your room. Because she's uh, outside. Yeah. Right. So that, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. Well, there there are. I didn't realize you're still outside. So uh, actually, give me a perception check. Uh, with disadvantage, because if you're trying to detect me with uh, my no, no, not him. No. You just oh. Don't help the DM. Well, no, but I mean, ju- oh, if it he's was against me. It, okay. If it was against me, then yeah. okay. Sorry. 29. Okay, I yes. still see you. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, um, I smell he's you. like hey. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> so, yeah, there is steps coming down the hallway. So do you wish to be out in the hallway or do you want to retreat back into the room? I'm just standing outside the door like a guard. Okay. I'm happy right where I'm at. Okay. Um, and Someone comes in through the door near this way. Yeah, and so momentarily later, um, one of the knights along with two, they must be junior knights because they're not quite as... Uh, the armor isn't quite as, as fantastic as theirs. Uh, comes around the corner, and um, you notice that his eyes uh, kind of widen a little bit just to see you there, and then just kind of sets with a bit of a uh, smug smile, um, like, you know, what from one soldier to another. Kind of realizes that you're supposed to be guarding the door, and comes up to you and uh, says, Gloopin, gleepin, gloppin, gloopin. Because you don't speak giant, right? Nope. Yeah, so he's, he says something to you in giant and kind of gestures inside the door. Just, I, I'm assuming I have to look up, which yes. is rare for Kraval. They are 20-something feet tall, so yes. Just kind of look up, look down, and go back to what I was doing. Do, do I hear this since I just kind of mm-hmm. stepped yeah, you can, in? You can okay. there. Um, well, I will step out and say, uh, in giant-ish, um, what, can, what can I help you with? And um, the uh, knight's expression is kind of a little hardened at uh, at Craval. Uh, but so he turns to you and says, um, this one apparently is dumb. Uh, can you please inform your master that we have arranged a demonstration for him in the courtyard? Would he please uh, join us with his party? Certainly. Thank you. And they're just sort of standing there waiting should should we meet you there or is this like a now thing or oh, you just said a now thing <laughs> okay uh give me one moment we will meet you in the hall and so Kraval, you're sort of staring at them they're staring at you it's uncomfortable and awkward um i will i'll translate i'll say he there's a demonstration for us to attend just be as stoic as they are just staring right back at them <laughs> All right, well, I'll go in and I'll <laughs> let all of you know. And We don't hire him for his brain. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's for. <laughs> I guess. Which ought to scare us even yes. more, because kind of think of it. Yeah. Well, a- as we've gone over here, we really don't have a, the uh, brain person in, in this particular party. We don't party. have yeah, the brain so. person. What's the highest intelligence in our party? I have a 12. I have a 10. 12. I also have a 12. I have a 12 with my magic intelligence rack. So that's amazing. Our highest intelligence is a 12. That's average. Let's go. So a little bit, A little bit above average. That's like you, you have an associate's degree. We get a B level. minus, C plus. Not that that's what intelligence is, but. You all graduated at the top of your trade school. <laughs> There's different kinds of intelligences, okay? I didn't okay? go to school. <laughs> I'm very good. I went to farm. I <laughs> went to tree. UCSF, UCSF farm. I went 
to just being by myself, oh. alone, oh. rejected. With oh. no one. <laughs> We're all good at different she things. It's okay. It. Anyways. All right. So, so <laughs> we all have our roles to play. I'm just playing mine. <laughs> all right. I guess we're escorting a low all. If he were tall, would he be? Yeah, we'll Ohio? we'll get back in our formation. Arlenol. A low tall. Arlenol. Is not no one someone then? Is that? It's just one. Which is the loneliest number? Because <laughs> there's no one else. <laughs> Can the giant kill him first? <laughs> it's entirely possible. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go There's on to a the very confused listener right now going, what? <laughs> Did you actually name no one after the like Odysseus thing? No. Okay. No. One. One. <laughs> All right. Let's go watch the demonstration. Um, and speaking of that, you notice that no one gets this kind of unfazed look in his eyes. And you recognize that as someone who's getting a uh, message sent to them. This never happens to you. I'm like glazed one <laughs> minute. Whoever's like sending a, this to me really didn't think very You're, you're carefully. like getting hold music beamed into your head. <laughs> yeah. We have to go watch the demonstration. Music glazed no one. The current wait time is three minutes. It's you like are your position can, in the queue is five. See the, the loading circle spinning on his forehead. Like the guard outside is like, it's taking him so long. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's, he looks it's like, like he's like about to sneeze. Like, <laughs> uh, bless you. It's okay. Constipation hits. I solved. just wish the sender would, would get to it. <laughs> he's only got twenty-five words, so <laughs> he's dumber. He's sending, he's, sending, <laughs> he's sending you the war, the tale of two cities in 25 words. Sending you the full script of the B movie. <laughs> he's speaking in Entish. Well, don't be hasty then. In like sonnet form? Or like <laughs> you had to make sure the meter was correct. Entirely an iambic pentameter. Yeah. So yeah, you it's see a, no one get that kind of unfazed look as you're walking down the hallway. And the... Um, I just kind of, you just see me kind of go. And the um, knight leads you out with the two junior knights following behind. And uh, they go out of the door um, into the main hall. And uh, after being in kind of the closed hall, the uh, the main hall is quite brilliant. Um, and this time, instead of going to the main stairs in the round tower there, they go to the first set of stairs, just um, kitty corner from where your door is, that um, you guys had passed on the side of the entrance hall. And just takes you basically bang, bang, bang down right into the entrance hall. And uh, once again, you know, they've got the looted tapestries and the bronze statues and the stained glass. And then the uh, they go out the front doors. And you notice that... Um, the griffins and hippogriffs that are there have been kind of herded off to one side. They're mostly kind of milling around on the, the far side. And, of course, your pegasuses, including your disguised pegasus, um, are back in the corner by the front gate. Um, and we didn't disguise the pegasus because it would be too noticeable. 
Uh, no, you guys had decided to no, do a Pegasus, wait, so everybody's Pegasus, the same. Yeah, Peggy is a piggy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, what, that was the other member of the seeming that was put under the seeming. Some it's giant's like up to gonna eight be. People. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like Cotter forgot. Yeah. Some giant's gonna be like yeah. taking care of the Pegasus, yeah, he's, he's, and he's just gonna <laughs> transform back into the Pegasus. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like, "Where's my Pegasus? Someone stole my Pegasus." If 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 we get there and it's in Pegasus form, we can be really mad at them and like, "What have you done yeah. to our steed?" <laughs> um, and you can't help but notice that in the middle of the courtyard, uh, surrounded by about six of um, what appear to be junior knights, um, that there is another giant. This one isn't nearly so tall. It's maybe maybe 19 feet tall instead of being well over 20 feet tall. And it also looks a little bit more mongoloid, a little more feral. Um, and it's dressed up um, just like the rest of the servants you've seen, but um, it's it doesn't look nearly as comfortable in those clothes. Um, you know, sort sort of as if you took say maybe a, a caveman and dressed him up in in Wall Street attire, and you, you would look out of place. And that that's that's a feeling you get. Um, and interestingly enough, it's down on its knees and it has its arms bound behind its back. And um, the knight turns to you as you come up to the circle of, of folks and uh, says, you will appreciate this. We are dispensing discipline. I'm sure that your master, and he points to Lowell, appreciates good discipline amongst his ranks. And he uh, turns to uh, the well, apparently another knight or maybe the senior junior knight and says, you may now display discipline and the um, junior knight pulls out basically just a giant two by four it's just a big old huge wooden club um, and then but it's really kind of flat almost like if you were to take like uh, the paddles that they used to use back in the day to swat um, naughty children and then just made it about 12 feet long and about three feet wide and the knight just comes up and just raises it as high as he can and just thwack right across the back of the uh, giant there. And you see him kind of shiver and kind of bite his lip. And then he takes a step back and then hands the paddle to the next knight who then comes up and thwack does it again. And this starts just, you know, just in turn each of the, the uh, knights that's there. And after about the third or the fourth um, thwack, the uh, giant that's uh, been bound um, actually kind of whimpers, uh, kind of almost half cries out. Um, and then this keeps going until all of the knights have struck the uh, giant that's being disciplined. And um, then the guard captain that uh, had escorted you out uh, just basically comes up and just kicks the... Uh, disciplined giant over on its side and you can actually see just tears leaking out of the, the giant's eyes and he says that is your penalty do it again and it will be twice as much and, and i kind of like just shake my head at this the commander knight or whatever and i'm just like this and, and I make sure he sees me and, looking and, and, disapprovingly. And this, isn't, this isn't the commander. This is maybe one of the, no. the, the head knights there. The head knight. Another, I yeah. just look disapprovingly at, at him. It, and I just say, 
if you truly believed in discipline, this one would not live. And he turns to you and says, it was only a minor fraction, and he is still useful to Point us. Point to Craval. scars. What mm-hmm. was the That's infraction? Discipline. He was found asleep when he should have been serving the royal party. A grievous and he, and he, mistake he, indeed. That is yeah. quite unacceptable. Yes, and he comes up and he, he just kind of aims a, a sideways kick at him again and says, we can never trust these hill giants. They're vermin. I do not know why they tolerate their presence. And as you're watching, they kind of unbind the, uh, the arms and the legs of the, uh, the giant, and everybody just starts to uh, file away. How does, uh, if there's someone still close yep, to us, the, uh, the, the, um, two, the two junior knights and the, and the knight that escorted you out are still in attendance, yes. How do such lowly giants find their way into a castle of the clouds? And he, he kind of purses his lips and um, actually roll insight on this one. Oh my gosh. You got outsight. I, <laughs> I don't even like, want to waste a luck point on that, honestly. Uh, seven. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you basically don't get much of a read off him. He's just he's above you somewhere. I, I'd um, just like to point out that in the world of Dungeons and Dragons, the luck beat is considered the most overpowered ability in the and book. Still. And still. <laughs> and still. And still. And yeah. still. Clearly, they don't listen to luck our podcast. Luck is both yeah. good and bad. <laughs> Thank you for proving that point to us all. But why don't you roll to see if that griffin over there is happy? <laughs> <laughs> That was a nat 20, folks. I, I hate this game. <laughs> the griffin seems quite happy eating its stew. It's you just chewing on a... You can't, you can't oh write God. this stuff. Uh, I think we broke Jade Claw. Rain, you killed Melanie. Good job. Um, so, yeah, you can't really get a read on him. He's just a little too alien. Uh, but he does seem to have pursed lips. Is this guy a cloud giant? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, only, only the the guard commander seems to be this in, infernal fiend. Okay. Um, everyone else that you've seen is, is a giant or cloud giant at this point, except this one who seems to be a hill giant. And a couple of the people mm-hmm. that were on court. Yeah, and then yeah, the the folks that were in court that are either ambassadors or mm-hmm. guests or who knows what. Um, and yeah, there was a, a stone of frost and fire giant there, but um, yeah, the uh, the guard captain basically says. It is beyond me why they tolerate these, but they have brought several here to do the menial work. What sort of menial work? Just servants' duties? Yes, taking out the garbage, lifting heavy things, all the stuff that the regular dizens here don't want to do. Do your highnesses, and I I mean not in a royal sense, uh, do you find yourselves on the surface often? We disdain the surface. We live in the clouds. That's why, and he kicks the, the hill giant again, these ground dwellers are, well, no pun intended, beneath us. I see. And I'll ask and say, do your nobles command other castles on other clouds? He says, we only know of this one, but there are legends of other castles in faraway lands. One day, maybe we'll chance to go there. Anyway, she says, well, I should get you back to your room. You'll be expected at tea shortly. And they start marching you back up the stairs. 
um, once again into the main hall and then up the square stairs to the uh, just outside of the room to the all the guest or the door to the guest rooms and uh, the, you file back into your room and uh, he uh, kind of bows to you and says there will be a servant to call you to tea momentarily thank you we'll give you a few minutes to freshen up nod and we'll make our way back into the okay. room okay and Kravali just continue to stand guard outside or are you going to go inside what are you going to do I think I'm going to stay and guard outside for a bit okay and so while people are refreshing up I yeah, you look you looked like you were going to you were going to sneeze earlier no said, one. yeah yeah well the, the hot peppers from, you know, the dwarves, they get it to you. Nola has uh, sent me a message. And uh, they sent an expedition to that known ho- gnome home. And that uh, that kindly gnome who took us in has died, apparently of old age. Aww. And she was not a young gnome. If but you the good news is they've recovered her technology, which is also a benefit, perhaps, to the starving peoples. And they have a question and asked if we can stop in when nearby. Of so course. So perhaps when we are done with the spot of bother here, we can visit the Dwarven Kingdom once again. And obviously you do have the ability to send a response. I did. Okay. But it was right in the middle. So okay. I basically said, I'm in the middle of something because I was being escorted <laughs> by giants. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to... Well, no one's not a poet. Very good. <laughs> Your message back is K. <laughs> KK. Yeah. New phone, who dis? <laughs> okay. So, um, and actually, it isn't very long, Kraval, before um, all of a sudden there is a uh, female cloud giant. Um, and she comes in from the other side. You guys have been going out the door on the eastern side of the T, and she comes in from the western side um, and comes up and. and kind of bows very low to you which means that she's almost eye level with you um and the, you know it says gleepin gloppin gloppin gloopin knock 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 on the door <laughs> i will presumably i'm i knew that this was coming so i will step outside and say greetings and she bows low to you and and says um <laughs> bowing low is still like six feet above <laughs> our head um and uh she says um we have prepared tea with the ladies, if you will join us. Wonderful. I will gather our party. Okay. And I shall go in and gather our party. I will stay by the door. And not go to tea? Correct. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't drink tea, is what he says. Nope. And, and actually, but I do as look for people that look like my brother, no one. As, as you start walking down the hall, um, the, you see the gal doing kind of a stutter step, and, and you see her looking back at... Um, at uh, Craval and, and says, um, it's, is he not going? My, my, uh, my orders were to bring the whole party to tea. Do you feel it would be a great offense, or do you not accept that our quarters are worthy of guarding? And she says, oh, there would be no one that would be willing to attack or to defile the quarters here. We would be all flogged to an inch of our life. Um, and speaking of which, um, I... I might be flogged if I don't bring the whole group. That was my orders. I mean, maybe they would understand. I'll kind of look over at Creval and I'll just, I'll say, I, you might get this lady beat. 
feel like I should do a no one and roll two <laughs> d10 to see if I care. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give the just relax my stance and walk behind. I guess. As I do, I'll just wrap my finger <laughs> or wrap my knuckles against the door that the other no one's supposed to be in. Well, he's further down the hall from you guys. You're, oh, in, you're in the first door. Gotcha. Um, I should probably just draw this out so you guys can see it. Uh, anyway, so she leads you down the hall, and this time, instead of going to the east, you go to the west. And it seems like, yes, indeed, the uh, the halls are basically mirror images of each other. So you go out, and then she takes a left-hand turn, though, instead of going right. And you can see that as you come out looking to the right, that the hall basically just goes straight down to the Great Hall uh, in front of the throne room. But there's a small um, archway on the left right towards the Great Hall that must be like the servant's stair. And But she takes a left-hand turn, and you can see that in front of you, the hallway goes forward a good 50 60 feet and then kind of does a dog leg around an open area like there's a two-story uh, high room uh, but instead of going down there and there's about four different doors that you assume go into some sort of room she immediately takes a right hand turn and there's another stair in fact it's the smaller little tower on the um Ladies building, ladies wing over here. Are these like three foot high stairs? Uh, yes. Once again, oh it's all goodness. giant size. I'm so glad we're monks. Yes. <laughs> and there's a, yeah, a little uh, that tower is a smaller stair, I guess, just for the ladies to use, going to and fro from uh, court and so forth, and takes you down there. And the uh, lower floor, you're you're now on the the first level, same as the the main entryway there. Um, once again, has similar. Uh, there's a couple of doors, but it then opens up into a larger open atrium area. And it's a two-story atrium. The outside windows are stained glass depicting scenes of flower-filled hillsides being grazed upon by fantastic beasts. And in the center of the room is a large oak table surrounded by eight chairs polished to an eye-blinding sheen. Sitting on that is a fine china tea set. And then Interestingly enough, colorful birds flit about the ceiling and perch on the railing of the second-story balcony above you. And you notice that in addition to giant-sized items, they also have a group of smaller uh, chairs around a smaller table that also has a tea set of normal size for you as well. And as you file in, that's where we're going to stop today. Master's Notes. Okay, a lot of times when people describe or are asked to describe Dungeons and Dragons, they often do so saying that it's improv with dice. And that's exactly what these last couple episodes have been. Um, since this hasn't been combat focused and been social focused, yeah, it's been improv. Uh, and you could probably actually hear that as people are kind of stumbling over what to say next when someone says or does something unexpected. Um, and then with dice, because uh, that makes things so much fun. 
especially when Adri's trying to find out what's happening with that griffin over there and gets a nat 20 but there we are anyway so the party has had their audience with the duke and duchess and it seems that the phylactery is nowhere that they know of or so they say uh, the party doesn't seem to believe them uh, one way or the other and now they're going off to tea with the ladies so that should be interesting and who is this infernal captain that is in charge of the knights uh, there's all sorts of fun things happening and of course we still don't know who this other no one is so there's lots and lots of questions that need to be answered and the question is can the party keep up the ruse of them being a low all and his retainers until we get the answer to all these things will they do it We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>